I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm, I'm recording another one. <laughs> hey, so uh, uh, look, I, I just wanted to, to give a quick apology to the uh, listener here uh, because I wasn't actually able to wake up at three in the morning uh, for this one. But I feel like, you know, Inez, she should have worked to our time more i think she should have she actually she she was epic she was epic we, she she did it it was eight because we recorded this episode right that's a bit mean she's gonna yeah she's, this, she's definitely gonna listen to this yeah she, <laughs> we can cut that bit out no no we can't we're keeping that in that's what we do in private parts gonna keep it in you didn't even meet her i know i didn't meet her so <laughs> she maybe hates me now i think yeah. <laughs> hey private parties we're very excited this is a huge episode because if you're a fan of married at first sight we have today on the episode Ines, who... Ines. Ines, I think it's Ines or Ines. I actually asked her in the episode um, about her. Maybe it's Ines. It's definitely not Ines. But we had a lovely chat, me Eines. and her. Ines? <laughs> we had a lovely chat, me and her. Um, we had an amazing chat for over an hour. What did you talk oh about? Oh my God, Married at First Sight, the reasons behind it, about um, her, about... What about, what about all her, her cyberbullying? She had lots of it. We chatted a lot about that, actually. Chatted a lot about cyberbullying. You, you probably had a lot to uh, relate. I said I've never had that. I've never experienced cyberbullying, so I just don't. You definitely have <laughs> yeah. experienced cyberbullying. I've, I've experienced some cyberbullying. From you. Mainly you setting up fake accounts and just emailing me. Do you think I have time to set up a fake account and go on the mail online and comment something that I really know is going to hurt <laughs> your feelings? On the Daily Mail. Daily Mail is savage. One day we should just go through the comments on the Daily Mail again. That they write about me. It's unbelievable. Um, hey, listen, Private Potters, uh, this is a great episode today, so without further ado, better get into it. Francis, as he said, is not on the episode because it was 3 a.m. in the morning for him. It was 8 a.m. in the morning for me, and it was 6 p.m. in the evening for Ines. This was a great episode. Hope you enjoy it. If you're a big fan of Married at First Sight, you're going to love this. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Francis, why don't you intro the podcast? Ladies and gentlemen, Ines from Married at First Sight who had an affair on the show. Am I allowed to say that? You've never even watched it. 
This is what they tell me. All right, here we go. Here's the episode. Are you a morning person or an evening person? What would you say you are? I think I'm like mid. Oh, you know, I wake up. Midday. You're about to say midday. No, no, no. My 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 moods. I wake up really early. I start about five, and I like you know I smash it out. So I throw in all my energy in the morning, Mm -hmm. and then throughout the day I'll sort of drop off. I go to bed so early. People are like, "Are you normal?" I'm like, (laughs) "I'm most productive from like five to ten in the morning." What what time do you normally go to bed in the evening then? Like at eight o'clock. Yeah, I'm like full (laughs) nanny. Do you really? Mm, Yeah. Even like when I have to go out for dinner with my boyfriend, I'm like, like it really, like I really got to like, you know, just cop it because he's a surgeon. So he's, he's a surgeon. So like, I don't get to see him too often because he's in like theater operating or, you know, like all those things. So like when we do get to see each other, I really have to make the most of it. So like, I really got to, you know, hang in there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> wait so do you, you you guys have valentine's day right over in australia you got valentine's day yeah yeah we do yeah, yeah. so you had valentine's day so on valentine's day yeah. were you like look hey look buddy i'm it's 6 p.m i'm tired let's get on with this come on let's get on with this now oh pretty much well um dating a surgeon's so hard plus he's got um medical practices all across like the middle east and his main office is in qatar in doha so once he finishes like working in australian hours he turns into the other hours over there Uh. so he's got like over 100 staff over there and he um creates like artificial intelligence i don't even know what that is um is he a spy is he a spy is that what he's doing he sounds like he's I, a spy has someone ordered this man to spy on my life like my <laughs> yeah, when yeah. i told my sister she said that to me she's like dude are you sure you're not being stitched up like is he actually a heart surgeon and like because he sounds us <laughs> <laughs> I think I... my phone, my car. He probably is probably watching this right now. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I Do you want to see my sp- dog? This is my dog, Carlos. Hey, what's his name, Carlos? Yeah, Carlos. Yeah. Hey, Carlos. Carlos looks a bit angry to see me. Is he? No, is he it, no. It's uh. Well, we found this out. My partner being a heart surgeon, so he's got his skull's actually a frown. Like you can actually feel it. Um, it's just his haircut. Oh, his so he haircut- frowns all the time. Yeah, he's just got a permanent frown. Yeah, but <laughs> no, it's just his haircut. The lady cut him a bit too short, so he just looks so mad all the time. <laughs> yeah, he looks really is, grumpy. <laughs> he looks really safe. Grumpy. Like, he looks good for protection, though, because he's so little, but he looks feisty, right? But he's so friendly. <laughs> Honestly, if Carlos, if Carlos came up to me <laughs> to try and attack me, I would just kick him. he would never he's the nicest dog like he's almost like a person like he's so cute like yeah wait hold on but i'm into so so you're in a relationship with this guy dating a surgeon um and he was because i i also think that right like australian you got silly hours over there like your your days totally messed around over there you're like nine hours ahead or whatever it is i I don't know you don't understand how you communicate with any, because at what time, where are you at the moment? Are you in Melbourne, Sydney? Brisbane. I'm in Brisbane. You're in Brisbane. Okay, you're in Brisbane. Yeah. And it's it's around 6 p.m. Yeah. Yes, it's 8 a.m. here in the UK at the moment. So this oh, is morning time. crazy. So, yeah. So how do you That's even... almost 24 hours. 
Yeah, that's yeah. almost a yeah, whole yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. insane. Because I always think, I've, I've been to Australia a couple of times, right? Love Australia to bits. Have you ever been to the UK, by the way? No, never. But I've always wanted to go there. But when my backlash got a little bit severe, I was like, I don't know if I'll go there. But, you know, everyone's sort of being a bit nice to me lately, which is really nice. So I was like, maybe I will go there. Did you get Did you get a little bit of backlash? Is that... Did oh, you get some... oh, not a little bit. <laughs> I, I got a lot. Like, I think the first maybe week on the show yeah it was like pretty bad mm-hmm. uh it was not pretty bad it was bad i was like oh this is savage but they, some of them are like yeah like it's kind of turning around now yeah, it would and be. they're they're really nice so basically my background right is that my background like i'm a surgeon i'm not i did a reality show in the uk like a, mm. like a like a very big reality show called Made in Chelsea. Okay. So I totally understand. And we, we started about 10 years ago. It was one of the biggest shows in terms of like thing within the UK in terms of reality shows. And we, it was when social media was just starting, right? So like social media mm. was blowing up and things like that. So I completely understand the, the, the highs and the lows of what people can say via mm. social media. And it's, it's tough, right? Because when they start, when people start to turn on you, how do you deal with that at the beginning? Because you're, you're kind of not expecting it, right? Yeah, well, I never expect... One, I didn't expect to blow up on this show. Um, yeah. I didn't expect to blow up the show either. Um, so thanks whoever, you know, was in the control room of that edit and really turned it up. Um, but, yeah, and then I didn't think it would go to other countries either. And it's just exploded in the UK, like, so crazy. I, did, I, did, mm. I fully thought it was done and over and, you know, you know, the backlash. I already went through the backlash with the Australia thing. And then um, when I got <laughs> then the you UK, had a repeat. <laughs> so I had a repeat, but because I had been through it all, I was, you know, I, I was definitely a lot stronger. And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, I know how it works now. You know, they, they hate you and then they like you and then... When when something's so controversial, it dies off in a few days or a week. So I like you know you yeah. Once you've experienced it, you learn to deal with it. But the first time around, it was mortifying. I tell you not, it was so mortifying because you just get thrown into this whole new world. You're just like an ordinary person, and then like you just. And once you sort of finish filming, they just throw you out in the deep end. Like here you go, your life's changed. Now you now you're this like. Go off yeah. and learn, learn how to manage this on your own. And it's just like... Yeah. And you're just a pawn, right? You're just a pawn in their, their game. Yeah. They just go, right, this is what we're trying to do. I mean, it's I, I suppose, okay, so I suppose before we... Because I wanted to get into this because this is just... Honestly, Nez, i got to tell you, I'm starstruck right now. I, I'm I'm starstruck. Me? Yeah, yeah, watching you. Me, so, really? Speak, yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah, <laughs> I can so tell funny. you. That's so funny. Why? So you're on this TV show and people were watching this in the UK. I reckon for about, I reckon for about since lockdown happened. So maybe for about six months to a year, people yeah. have been uh, watching this TV show, right? I, have, I hadn't watched it for ages. I hadn't watched it because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you know, I'm probably not going to watch it. I kind of stay away from reality TV because I was in it for so long. Um, yeah, it gets like that. Yeah. It gets, yeah, I, n- I you... never used to watch reality TV. Yeah. I still don't. Yeah, yeah but I you know what? That's, that's why. I don't yeah. yeah, but that's why I can. I'll get on. This is why you're such a an amazing character to have on a show like that because because you because you're true to yourself. You don't try and play anyone else. You just yeah. say what comes into your mind. So that can be a real plus for you, but it can always be a real negative because you say exactly yeah. what you mean. But as a as a sort of cast member, 
you're mm. golden because you would literally just say whatever comes into your head. So anyway, yeah. everyone was watching uh, Married at First Sight, and then I started to watch it because I was like, okay, I watched it, and holy smokes, it is, it is epic. It is it's an crazy, un- right? Can you give the pre- so if you had to explain what it was to someone who's never seen it before, how would you explain the show? It's pretty simple, I suppose. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so it's like a film set. Everything is a film set. You know, there's people constantly around you, sound guys, like mic guys, cameras, directors, producers. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And you have to go in and basically marry the person that you are given, right? You're, 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 you're told this is the person that you are most compatible yeah. with and you're meant to marry them. Yeah, that's it. Like you just go in there, you have absolutely no idea. You just hope for the best. I went in there so, you know, I I went in there a bit too narrow-minded. I think I was just so set on it. Like, no, this is going to be a good one. It's going to work out. We're going to have so much fun together. You know, that was it. You know, I've had friends who have been on the show before. So I I had like detailing of it is like a film set and it's not, real you know in that sense so I was like I'm just going to make the most of this have so much fun if whatever happens happens and when I I sent through my audition tape they called me they called me in for a live audition and they asked me some questions like are you keen if you don't like your husband what are you going to do and I was like well I'm there to you know find someone so if I don't like him I will be more than willing to find someone else if that is an option and they of course they like that and then I did some crying scenes and they were like yeah we want you put her on and then they put my ring on they measured my ring that day and off I go and 10 days later I got married what? Yeah. And that's mad that's mad you can't be so casual about it you can't (laughs) yeah that is yeah, but, okay, so okay, okay the, there is so many questions I, I people, you know, would want to know. Okay, for example, so, so marriage is like a pretty sacramental thing, right? It's one of those things that we all grow up thinking, this is amazing, this is going to be great, this is what we're all driving towards. And and because of all, like, Disney movies and stuff, we picture it in our head, it's going to be this most incredible day and all these different things. I think the older you get... The less you I, care. So I, the less you care. Like, right now, with my partner... We don't even care about marriage. And if we do get married, it's just going to be us two there and like a handful of family members. Like, I, yeah, I just want it to be like an intimate ceremony. I don't need like a hundred people there. It's so, it's an yeah. intimate thing, you know, and it's... But you yeah. have to do it where you have to... I don't know. So you walk... So you're... You're, <laughs> you're, you're matched with someone, right, who... You've never met before, but you're on compati- uh, yeah. compatibility, right? So they go, this is the person Apparently. that's going to... Is, is, is Carlos! Just, oh, Carlos, you grumpy talking. little dog. Um, yeah. <laughs> you get matched with someone who you're meant to uh, marry, and you got matched with Bronson. Yeah, who, lucky me. Like, are you, Luckiest you're, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Luckiest girl in the world. He really swept me off my feet. Oh... So what happened when you first met her? Can you can you say you walk in and you go like, okay, this is my this is my husband that I meant to fall in love with, have sex with, live with, do this TV show with, and it's Bronson. <laughs> what are you thinking? Okay, so I I before I even met him, I filmed like six hours pre-up. So I got done, ready, filmed like six hours worth of stuff, and they literally cut it into all these little little 
little episodes like they do every other episode. So, and I herniated a disc in my spine um, <sighs> just before it. Um, I didn't tell anyone because I was like, freak, I don't know if they'll have me on it with a herniated disc. I, I was barely walking. Like, I oh kid God. you not. I, so I walked up and down that aisle, which was huge from the car to the actual aisle, just before seeing him, maybe mm. four to six times, four to six times. Yeah. And then finally got to the altar, walked mm-hmm. down, and I, I just saw him and I was like, oh, hell no. Like, you know, I was set on this, like, Bradley Cooper, like, really, like, you know. You were going to be Bradley Cooper from, like, The Shallows or whatever, like, you know, from that movie where he does the Lady Gaga. You thought he was going to be some, that guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking for, like, this deep, like, raw man, you know, and... I just, like, I can't control my facial expressions. Like, they're mm. so evident. So, uh, so I just went and I was like, Holt, what is this? Like, that was sort of like what in my head. And, and because to me, like, I am so comfortable around the camera that to me they don't exist, yeah, yeah, which yeah. works in some favour, but then again, it really doesn't. Yeah. You know what Cause, I mean? Cause, yeah, of course, because like, that's what I said at the beginning. It makes you like a golden, a golden cast member because you don't hide any emotions, right? So you just say yeah. anything that comes to your head, you look the way you do. If you don't like something, you can see it on your face um, mm. and you, you can't hide it. Because you said this amazing thing. In the, <laughs> say the, the best, I think one of the best things I've ever seen on television, there's a couple of, involving you, it's just so great. It's one when you said, um, I don't really care about other people's, what other people think. I never have done since I was a kid. <laughs> I just don't really care. <laughs> and, that's, and that's so, you know, listen, hey, kudos to you, man. I think that's a freaking cool thing. Being so kind of, you know, some people may argue it, but just being yourself and saying that is great. And then, and then at the end, you know, and obviously, you know, all the listeners who don't know, you can imagine that your, your marriage didn't work out with Bronson. But you said, you, they asked you, all the couple's therapist, they said, do you have any regrets? And you said, nope, don't regret anything. Don't regret one thing, but it's well, not exactly I, the same. One thing that really annoyed me was when I actually watched the, the, like, obviously I don't know what the edit's going to be. So I just see it as like the viewers see it. Like, I don't yeah. know what's airing. And his, he was into open relationships and sharing women. And he said this. Bronson so was. That's, yes. And they never showed that part. So that's why I was like, I'm not apologizing. He's into sharing women. Like he got what he asked for. You know, oh. Not uh, what he asked. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, sharing. yeah. He made that clear at the beginning. So he said at the beginning that he was into like polyam- mm-hmm. polyamory, whatever it is, where you, you share. Yeah, he, of, uh, he thinks it's a beautiful thing. And he there's a little bit of it, if you pay attention to it at the first dinner party, when I said, oh, this looks like it's going to turn into an orgy. And then someone said, "If you, I don't know if you remember that first dinner party episode. And then I said, Bronson's into sharing women. Then he goes, yes. But because there was so much drama, it deflected real quickly. But then, <laughs> um, yeah, so it got overlooked real quick. But there were other times where we did discuss it and it was said it just never aired. So they really screwed me in that department, you know, like had they yeah. said that, like it would have been a bit more, you know, made a bit more sense. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you, I suppose when you're like thrown into like a situation, what is it about him that just you didn't connect with? So I think energy. that's what a lot of people, it was energy, total en- energy. Energy. So I'm so big on energy. Like, yeah, I'm so big on energy. And like, as soon as, as soon as I saw, like I can sometimes read auras. Read, like, oh, you, see do you see them auras, as colors? Do you read, see them as colors? Yeah. Uh, more vibrations. Um, uh, so you yeah, really so I, connect with that, that when you're with someone, you can feel it. I can pick up on emotions, like thoughts. Um, and what do you feel with him? Was he, when you walk in the room, you see Bronson. What energy was he giving you? <laughs> um, yeah, not the vibes I was after. Um, I was just a bit like Susso. Yeah, and then now he's recently come out and said that he knew all. Sam told him all along that we were having an affair, so he knew. But then he acted all surprised and upset and rah rah rah. And I was like, this what? is just. He knew yeah, about it. He knew he about knew it. He knew about it. He has come out with this just recently. Mm-hmm. Sam told him. Which means production new too. What? What? A, honestly, I think that is so stupid of him, because yeah, now he looks like smart. an he looks like an egg. To be honest, he should have kept going with the um, poor me victim role. I had no idea. <laughs> what do you mean an egg? Why does he? Look, what do you mean an egg? Like an, I don't know an egg. Like what's an egg do? Like <laughs> an egg? Like nothing? Yeah. <laughs> like I knew what, what tasty yeah. eggs are tasty. They're 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 diverse. You can make them into loads of different things. It sounds lovely nah. to be an egg. Okay, like well, no, I don't, I don't like eggs. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it's just like when you don't like someone, you're going to look for things to find and then that you don't like. Yeah, you, no, know? you, you will. And everything that they do will irritate you. What we call it in the UK, right, is we call it the ick. When, you, when mm. you're with someone, when you're with someone and it just doesn't like connect and you just get something called the ick where you just everything about them for some reason just irritates you makes you annoyed. you just want to be further the furthest away from them you can possibly be Mm. but so what is your this is probably like a real deep question but i mean what is your ideas around sex do you think sex is like a sacred thing or is it quite like a because I, i feel like you're in that show you're kind of meant to have sex with this person who you don't really know and because they're mm. your husband, right? And there's this, and mm. lots of people discuss sex on it. They like, oh, have you had sex? Have you had sex? Do you think it's? Did, did you feel like the sense that you were meant to have sex with this guy, Bronson, or no? You were just like, I'm not going to do it. Sex to me is sacred. I don't go sleep with anyone because, like I said, I'm so big on energy. Like I don't know yeah. where you've been. I don't know. 
I mean, yeah, everyone, totally. everyone's each to their own. Like I, yeah, like I'm, I've never had an STD in my life. Like I don't want one. Um, hey, snap, snap. We, 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 I said snap. I don't know why I disagree. I've never had an STD either. That's just snapping. Yeah. That. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Like, yeah. To, to me, like, pers- like I don't, I, to, I don't care what people, you know, do in their spare time. Just be safe when you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me and like, me personally, I can't engage in sexual activities unless I'm feeling it on like an emotional level, spiritual level, mental level. Like it's got to be, it's got to be there. You know? It's got to be there because, because also I feel like you're, you're cause I, I, you know, you know, we've only just met. Right. And I've, I don't mm. know you through the TV, but I feel like you're an open person in terms of like mentally or you're quite like open, but also mm. you're quite closed off at the same time. I feel like you're one of these people that, you know, you have to earn your trust and respect and friendship. Is that right or wrong to say that? I don't, I'm just so good at like... Do you read people very well? I read people so well, it's frightening. It is, really? like, it scares me. Like, it's, I wish I didn't have this ability because, like, it seriously frightens Like, I'll just see someone, I'll be sitting next to them and, like... I'll just be able to read everything about them. It's it's like I should be a kinesiologist or something. You know those people and they just read. People, What's a kinesiologist? But... A kinesi? It's not a kinesiologist, is that right? Kines- yeah, kinesiologist. They've studied like the human psyche or something. I don't know. It's like a, uh, but it's also like a medium sort of as well. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you believe um, in those energies, so because that because that, but so that can lead you because so when someone walks in the room or you speak to someone, you're you're suddenly literally like ah, this person doesn't connect because I can read into them and I understand exactly what they're like. And the worst part about it is I do it on a level where it's almost subconscious, like it's in the back of my head, like mm. I won't even need to say anything, and I'll just really quickly I'll know like everything like. Yeah, it's weird. No, that's great. No, I listen. I'm all about energies as well. That's why that I, I feel like that's why I love doing this podcast, right? Because you get to meet different people and understand how people work. And mm. I, think, I think the more that you understand how people work, the better. Because also, which I find amazing about you is that you're so perhaps you like you said you were so comfortable around the cameras, but you you seem to be pretty confident and comfortable in who you are as a person. Yeah. And so that's why you can sit there when someone's saying something to you. You know, people, and we're going to get into Sam in part two because I can't wait. That mm. good looking guy, that guy, he had a good, he had a good he jaw, is, that guy. He had, he had a good he jaw. He's incredibly handsome. He is. Yeah, he, he really had a is. good jaw. Yeah. But I think with you, you know, that what people I think at the beginning would have not liked is that Sam asked you to keep your whole affair secret. And you said, fine, if that's what you want, I will. Even though you were going to get nailed and all these people were attacking you, you still, you know, you made a pact with Sam, so you didn't do it. That's how, that's true confidence in yourself. Like that's mm-hmm. a real inner confidence that you have that's quite hard to kind of replicate. Where does that, mm-hmm. do, you, do you have that sort of, you know, and like you said at the beginning, dealing with trolls and stuff like that on social media that we'll get into, but having to deal with like the abuse online and stuff like that, that's tough and you have to have a hard inner core. Do you mm. know what I mean? uh, With the whole Sam thing, like... I really, really liked him and I'm, I'm an extremely loyal person. Like I take that so seriously. So like I said to him, I was like, I'm going to give you the option, you know, to dictate how we move on from here. Rah, rah, rah. And I'll just follow your lead. Um, and then he, and then he decided to tell everyone and I had no idea he was going to tell anyone. And I was like, Oh, shit. (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, could have given me like a heads up was going to do it. But yeah, so yeah, that went to show a lot. But um, in terms of like the trolls and stuff, like I just, I just know who I am on the inside. Like I'm well aware of who I am and what I'm not. So when people say things, I'm just like, oh, shut up. And plus it's projection. Like I feel like the internet, seriously, people go on there and they just project their own issues. Like if totally. you actually, if you look at what they're saying, it's, you can actually sort of see like, where their underlying issues lie, if that makes sense. Yeah, like yeah. I, But it's easier said than done, right? Yeah, there are moments, definitely when it's like coming in large uh, large amounts and it's so savage, brutal things like, um, I've had what? a slit your throat, I'll bathe in your blood, I will torture your mother. What? I'll kill your dog. Not Carlos. Yeah, Carlos, yeah. <laughs> what? Not Carlos? That's mm. terrible. I've Jesus. had rape threats. I'll rape you. Um, yeah, really scary stuff. Yeah. And what, you just you just sit there and you're scrolling through this and just seeing all of this stuff and you're just like, fucking hell. Like, that's... Mm. You feel like the whole of Australia are hating you, right? Yeah, I did. I really did. And then now the UK it comes in another wave. Yeah, that. I did. I When it first happened, I was like, I'm leaving this country. I'm like, this is awful. And because I came here as a refugee, I had so much racist shit too, like discriminating really? shit. Like, go back to Bosnia, you refugee scum. You should have died on the boat, drowned on the boat. I didn't come on a boat, came on a plane anyway. Um, oh, dude, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that like happens. real bad. I didn't, and honestly, I didn't know that racism and discrimination existed so bad till I was put in this position. Like till now that I'm like a public figure, I had no idea like how severe it is. Like serious? it's crazy. Mm, it's crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> it's 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 really interesting because we had um you know the BLM movement here and it was it was pretty big within London and things like that and mm. um, I was being asked and it's a really tough subject to to speak around um, and I was kept getting asked are you going to say something are you going to do something all these different things and all I could sort of say was I personally have never experienced any discrimination any racism but mm. I have a voice so I'll use my platform as a voice for individuals mm. because I think it's important mm. too but I've never yeah. experienced that and, and my girlfriend's sister she's, she's um, her dad's Middle Eastern and her sister went to a party once at university. She just started university and she was in the queue and some guy turned to her and said, oh, don't let her in. She's probably got a bomb on her. It My was... partner's from the Middle East. So, yeah, he gets things like this too. It's yeah. crazy. And she said, you don't understand the effect it has on an individual. She said, I couldn't mm. leave for a week. I had this you know, the, this sort of slur thrown towards me, all these different things. And yes, the person was even joking. With you, I think what you're saying is that people weren't even joking. They were they were being full-on racist, full-on horrible. And, oh, yeah. They and signed, people don't they realize. Petition. Yeah. They made a... Someone created a petition that got like 30,000 signatures for me to be deported back to my own country. Oh, my God. That's so they tried to run it past like the prime minister. I was like... Yeah, so I literally, I like, I don't want to be in this country. I'd net, yeah, I was like, like, you know, as a child, I like did experience like, you know, a little bit of like, you know, like kid bullying things mm. and like, you know, like little comments and stuff, but never to this degree ever. I just, I felt like I, I honestly hated living in this country and I hate, like, I don't, like, I love my country, but 
Like I just did not feel welcome. And I was like, I actually want to leave. Like that's how, that's how deeply it affected me. Because also what, you know, what happens is, and it's just because I think it's, do you know what? And I'm so happy that you're opening up and talking about this because it's so many people experience this within the UK and around the world, this trolling and this online abuse. And it needs to stop because the media do it, the media fuel it. People don't, people think they're just pressing buttons and this online bullying and trolling is just terrible. Because, mm. uh, you know, you must have, you must have experienced, you know, I would sort of get agoraphobia. I wouldn't even want to leave the house because of people. people no, I didn't leave the house. Oh. I don't think I left the house for three months because there was a paparazzi parked, parked out the front. He just would not go away. And I called the police many times and the media laws are so terrible. It's like, well, it's his job. And I was like, well, if this was some grown old man who was, wasn't mm. a pap, this would be harassment, stalking, so many things. Did you, did you get, did you, you obviously got anxious and things like that. Did it, did it affect uh, you mentally? Yeah, it did. I ended up getting diagnosed with complex PTSD. Um, oh. fr- from it, it, um, so I seen a, during filming, I seen a girl, I saw as a witness to an attempted suicide. Um, a girl, oh um, I saw a girl jump off a balcony. Lucky me. I was just at the wrong time at the wrong were you, place. Were you on the street or in, in the room or where, where was it? Uh, so I was in my hotel, um, just came back from filming that girl's night. You know, the one where Elizabeth and I yeah. had that bit of a fight and she came at me um so i just came back um it was like one in the morning or something and i just walked outside on my balcony opened the door of the hotel directly across from me there's like this little tiff going on um chick throws herself over the balcony i've had to call the police um i and i've you know contacted the producers and said hey look police coming over got to do a statement this is what what's happened rah rah and they're like okay like rah rah are you okay? And at the time I thought I was fine. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to bed. I went to bed, woke up the next day screaming. I thought I was floating. I I was still in my pajamas. I don't even know if I had shoes on. And I just like had to get to the bottom of, I had to run downstairs and put my feet on the floor and just touch the floor with my hands. So I went down the elevator and there was like crew and production everywhere. And I was like, ah, like, and so I just went outside and literally put my, I was like on my knees, just like had to have my body touching the floor of the um, outside. So, yeah. And then they put me onto a, one of their therapists and then got diagnosed with PTSD from that. I was having um, out of body experiences. Couldn't It's, it's, it's like it, depersonalization. It's, 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 I, think, I had I think, that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you're experiencing. It's a, it's a really mm. horrible, it's, it's a real, it's PTSD, anxiety yeah. things. And you feel like you're floating. You feel like you're going mad oh, almost. Oh, you feel like you're oh, having an out of body experience. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. So I was having that you know, for a hot moment. Um, and after that, that just did me. <laughs> for hey. and, a hot and then, moment. Um, <laughs> <That's> a... <laughs> yeah. So that just, you know, I was already struggling with not getting on with Bronson, having to keep this affair a secret in such, such a, like in such a high pressure environment. Mm. Like I think when people watch it, they don't understand the amount of pressure we are under and the challenges that get thrown away. I mean, this stuff really, it breaks you, but it sort Mm. of makes you, you know? Yeah, 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 completely, totally. The amount of things that like you learn about yourself. Like I also had a lot of childhood trauma um, resurface. Um, 
throughout this experience. So then I've spent about two years in therapy going over incidents that happened throughout maths and that whole experience. And then the backlash and um, like the troll, some of the troll things that I seen were just so horrific. Oh. You know, that did me. I was scared to leave my house just because of the yeah, threats I was totally. getting. I, I, I had people organize a street attack to attack me on my birthday that I wasn't you know, even aware of. Wow. Um, and this, this is not right. This is horrendous. No one showed. Yeah, it got shut down. No one showed up. The police and the network shut it down. No one showed up. But I wasn't even aware of it was happening. I was just out celebrating my birthday in Melbourne. And I heard, I seen it in the media the next day. And I was like, 1,500 people wanted to show up to bash me on a street. So you can understand why I was so like petrified and mortified. I lost so much weight. I was, I was, I've always been a thin, you know, thin girl. I'm just Mm. naturally lean. Um, But I got down to so thin man like i was scared i was so scared like even my friends were scared they're like dude like you'll die like if you keep losing weight i mean look no one in their right mind should ever experience that and that is do you know that's the that's the dark side of that is the dark that's the dark side of fame and and Mm. doing a show like that and and these things because people you know, they see an edited snippets of an hour episode or whatever it is every week or whatever. And there's probably about 40 hours or more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. been filmed. And, and, <laughs> and then they take an assumption of who an individual is on something like that and then just throw all this abuse at you and don't even mm. know, don't care about your emotions or anything like that. But as mm. you said, you know, you flip it around, you say that actually then what happens is people actually become nice and actually you go from being this horrendous villain to actually being a kind of hero in people's eyes and actually people start to really like you. And I feel like that's like, I, I honestly look at it, you know, I could, I could sit here and say, Oh, I, you know, I think you're great and stuff like that. I actually generally think you're hilarious. I think, I think I, I know it's a yeah. TV show. I think it's hilarious what happened. I think you were honest. I think you were true. I think you make great TV. And mm. I think it was amazing. I don't think you should ever have some sort of hate and experience stuff like that. But people, unfortunately, um, you know, self-reflect what they're feeling and then they write it to you and they yeah. want you to experience all that hate and all that pain. But you said that yeah. people now like you. Is that right? So people now... I, 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 oh, you know, I am getting like some... Of course I'm getting like some not nice things, but I mean, it's definitely not as severe as it was at its start, but there's so many nice ones. And you know what I really have noticed about the UK? People there really care about their country and they are very... um, Patriotic. Yes. Yes. Like I've never experienced it before because if I show something awful that someone said to me, I will get an influx of messages of people literally apologizing on behalf of the country. And I'm like, that is so cool. Like, yeah, that great. is so, like Australia. Australia's never done that. That is insane. Like, I mean, that <laughs> is incredible. I'm just like, wow, these people really care about their country. Like, that is like incredible. Oh, you're so that's so nice of you. We don't have that here. Like, no one apologize. No one. No, I'm still waiting for my apology. No, I'm joking. I've let that go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey nice. listen um uh we're gonna talk about some things in part two i'm gonna we, we've gonna gone so long on part one i'm sorry to keep all of your time i just love talking no, to that's, you no, I just, okay. honestly yeah. so just so listen we're gonna stop for part one but we're gonna go back to part two where we find about sam and other things you ready for it yeah sure <laughs> i guess you in part two <laughs> Hold up. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 